Hello, this is Dr. Beverly Wright, and thank you for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education and hosted by Dr. Beverly Wright. Emory Continuing Education offers many certificate programs related to the practical application of machine learning, data science, advanced Python and Tableau, and other analytics tools and methods. These applied programs leverage experienced executives, academics, and practitioners with advanced degrees to deliver these Saturday courses typically taught in around 10 weeks. Learn more about the emerging technology programs at Emory Continuing Education to help boost your career advancement at ece.emory.edu. I hope you enjoy this episode of Tag Data Talk. Hello, I'm Dr. Beverly Wright, and thanks for joining Tag Data Talk. With us today, we have Arvind Prabhankar, and we're talking about data ops for dynamic business needs. Welcome, Arvind. Thank you, Dr. Beverly. Glad to be here. Awesome. So let's start off with a basic question about who you are. Why are you so cool? Um, you know, to be honest, I do not subscribe to the idea that I'm cool. I feel I'm one of the many uh, technology professionals that, uh, you know, are toiling away at solving the modern data infrastructure problems. And, and, you know, we all are cool together is how I feel. Very nice. And uh, where do you work? I work at StreamSets. Uh, StreamSets is a small company. It's, it's a seven-year-end startup uh, that has been trying to take on the challenge of bringing data ops sensibilities to the modern enterprises. And, you know, where we're quite a ways in into the whole journey um, and, um, you know, we, we have work to do. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. From what I've learned so far, it looks like a cool company and you're a subscribed non-cool person. That's a technologist. Love it. So our first, um, couple of questions here are just to kind of set the stage and figure out what we're even talking about. But when we talk about data ops, what does that mean? A lot of people hear that term, but there are plenty of misunderstandings about what data ops really means. Can you help us understand that a little bit, Arvin? Absolutely. Data ops is a complete reimagining of everything, starting from the top-level business processes to all the way down to the details of how data engineering needs to be done in order to support uh, the top-level business processes. It's a reimagining of the way things have worked in the enterprise, primarily driven by the rapid change and innovation that has happened that has turned the corner for the enterprises because we went from a world where the data was central to all aspects of our operation and it was stored in a highly consistent, safeguarded and, and you know, highly uh, you know, structured storage systems like databases um, onto a myriad of, of you know, fragmented stores like object stores, distributed file systems, virtualized services, all working together in harmony to support the critical business functions and processes. So it's, it's a very, very different world today than what you know, our traditional infrastructure was built for. And data ops is a way to cope with this world, not just cope with this world, but to find a way forward. Ah, uh, gotcha. Are you saying that we can't just keep doing data engineering the way we always have? <laughs> Absolutely, and you know it's 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 one thing that uh, you know we are all um, you know we we all resist change to a certain extent, but mm -hmm. there comes a time uh, when uh, the the challenges are so insurmountable that the change is the only way to get ahead of those challenges, and and I believe that we you know as a world are now at that point. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. And we talked about a dynamic business environment. Is Are we referring to how the data has changed? Like how 
What, we, what does that mean for us, data ops in a changing business environment? Exactly. At the heart of, of dynamic business needs, you know, is the idea of connecting the data producers with the data consumers, you know, at the very short notice. Uh, you know, modern enterprises, you know, have gone from a world where, you know, they used to uh, invest in appliances that would hum away in the corner of the basement, you know, managing their own data and software to the early cloud adoption where, you know, it was the, the focus shifted from appliances to software and, you know, appliances were no longer uh, sort of the capital expense that came in the way of, you know, stopping progress and innovation. Um, you know, the early cloud was literally somebody else's computer. But now the sophistication that has been brought in into the cloud infrastructure is way more than anybody had ever imagined before. We have data platforms that are not just, you know, replacements for uh, a specific functional need within the enterprise, but entire vibrant ecosystems, you know, on cloud service providers, on, you know, uh, the likes of Snowflake and, and Google Cloud Platform and such. These systems, you know, have so much of power and flexibility, but it also requires the agility on the enterprise's side to be able to cope with, uh, you know, their services and, and be able to piece them together in a meaningful way without having to spend, you know, an arm and a leg uh, in, in trying to just learn and adapt and use some of these services only to realize that things have changed overnight. Gotcha. Um, so the, the dynamic business need really is, is a representation of how, you know, what we call data drift. Uh, this idea that even operations today causes changes in the expression and the manifestation of data across the enterprise can be so uh, impactful in, in a positive and negative way. And data ops mm -hmm. is a way to turn those changes to your advantage. Hmm. Okay. It sounds like a quite a challenge that I would imagine almost every business is dealing with at this point. But it sounds like it's, it's if I'm summarizing correctly, it's about um, pseudo-instantaneous uh, keeping up between the producer and the consumer of data. And is it okay to use the term agile in this case? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For those that are familiar with project management, a lot of people are, you know, this is sort of an agile thing. It's not like go back and process and run. And then three days later or 10 days later or three weeks later, you end up with, you know, something, but this is kind of on the fly, keeping up with the dynamic needs of business and um, engineering data to fit that need. Right. So a huge, I would imagine there's some pretty big benefits. Can you talk to us about, because uh, not every company is, is really embracing this notion of data ops, right? So what are the benefits of data ops for the changing business needs? Let, let me, um, you know, the, the, obvious, the obvious benefit is, is, you know, the, the clear line of sight from a business process that the enterprise is trying to run into the very nuts and bolts of how that process is implemented. So, you know, one would ask, why is that even necessary? You know, like the world has survived without, you know, with, with having tiered responsibility where tools were created and systems were created at certain tiers uh, of, of, you know, skills and, and responsibilities that all work together. But in today's world, let's say you face, you're at a crossroads where you face a choice of moving from one data platform to another data platform. In this world, of so many complex moving parts and so many systems intertwined and interdependent on each other, a CIO is really at the mercy of, you know, a whole slew of teams, which are not directly connected with each other to just even, you know, cost estimate, you know, what happens when you go from one platform to another. 
This doesn't have to be this way. There needs to be a single pane of glass that can drive the implementation of a business process, you know, as supported by the backend infrastructure and the data in infrastructure in the enterprise. Um, that should not be that hard to explain. It should not be that difficult to say, oh, I'm processing my analytics workloads over here. I'm processing my personalization workloads over there. And these are the specific business outcomes that these two workloads affect. And if I make a change in my data platform, here's my lag time, here's my cost estimate. The idea of what data ops does is it takes away the guesswork and the, you know, the game of telephone that typically happens when you know, hey, I'm going to talk to my enterprise architects and, and my enterprise architects are going to talk to their, their leads. And those leads are going to talk to their engineers. And by the time that information comes back to me, you know, uh, $1,000 becomes a million dollars. And that's really, you know, it's, it's at the heart of slowing down is the friction and the inertia that, you know, the, the, the traditional infrastructure. Now, don't get me wrong. I grew up with that traditional infrastructure. I, you know, that served a purpose. It served a purpose at a time when things were stable and the changes mm -hmm. are few and far in between and they could be centrally managed and an enterprise could model their entire world in an ER diagram. No longer the case. No one person in the enterprise today can claim to know exact details of everything that is happening. It's a very fast, dynamic picture of evolving data properties, investments, services, teams, individuals, dipping in, dipping out, and working to add value towards supporting the critical business and the competitive advantage that these enterprises need. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so the advantages and the benefits. Um, it provides um, a broad, accurate, moving picture of the workflow, if you will, or the data flow. Uh, it gives you a clear line of sight. Uh, it's a single pane of glass. It has explainability when you apply data ops. Uh, removes guesswork. Uh, what is this? Oh, reduces friction. And it. you were talking about the telephone. The It manages the communication channel. So that's a lot of benefits. <laughs> it's a lot of benefits. So I ask you, why is everybody not doing this? What are the challenges that are associated with um, getting, is this just a money thing? Like, is this, what is this? What's the holdup, man? <laughs> yeah, that's a very fair question. You know, at the heart of it, you know, this is, this is a counterintuitive approach. This is not what you would expect uh, that will come to, you know, your rescue at this moment. Uh, we, you know, I, I talked about, you know, our own inertia, like we as consumers and, and vendors, we, you know, as users and vendors, uh, users want to use the technologies that they are more comfortable with, that they've been using for decades. Vendors want to keep selling the same thing. So we, we are just caught up in this uh, idea of like, oh, the pain is there. You know, it's, it's I, I honestly, Dr. Beverly, I have not met one, you know, uh, business owner or a technology leader in the enterprise who has not acknowledged the pain of things breaking, of, you know, pipelines going down, of, of you know, infrastructure not delivering to the data consumers and the analytics getting stalled. Um, literally, everybody is riddled with these war stories. Yet, the approach that most people take initially at the first blush is like, oh, yeah, you know, this happened because my guy was on vacation. Oh, this happened because an infrastructure went down. Or this, this happened because, you know, blah, blah, blah. The point is, this is happening more often 
and you know almost on a regular basis it's time to not brush it under the carpet and and that requires a different mindset it requires a shift in our thinking and that's what really data ops is um i do want to say that that people who get it who see the value of data ops you know they become fans they understand that this is the way forward it you know simplifies their life to an extent where they can actually get a breather they can actually you know sleep without you know having to worry about something going down or something changing on you know over, overnight well that's very interesting because um it sounds like the excuses that you kind of outlined are and inherently within that is the assumption that there is a status quo and that business is going to operate on this with a few anomalies but actually the what you're saying is throw that out because that's not true anymore the business everything is an, is the anomaly is business now like it's all it's so changing so much and it's so dynamic that you can't say like it's status quo and i'm going to form a system based on this status quo and if there's an anomaly that's okay this is built data ops are intended for business to be a bunch of anomalies is that a, is that a fair statement because absolutely the aspect is no, what that's I think. a great that's a great articulation you know it's like in in the the world previously had two modes of operation there was the opaque mode which is garbage in garbage out i don't care what data you give me and i'm going to pass it on to the consumer and the consumer mm. can deal with it or is the fully transparent like centrally controlled and managed the first mode of operation leads to a world where everybody's solving the same problem in different ways as a terrible terrible waste at the extent of fragmentation that exists in the services and systems today that is just not economically scalable you can't expect everybody to solve the same problem because you'd be paying way more you know uh, many magnitudes over uh, to just solve those problems you cannot do the fully transparent lockdown mode because that completely inhibits innovation that inhibits your ability to make a subtle change here and and you know i would even go on to argue that those changes are not in your control anyway you know when your ip addresses changes from ipv4 to v6 because the world has run out of ipv4 5 years ago uh what are you going to do what, what are your regular expressions that are powering your you know presto warehouse are going to do um somebody's got to flag that down and yeah. sure you have smart engineers who have prepared for that but have they prepared for the kernel patches that change that change the structure of a core syslog message can they do what that? a great example that's a great i mean cuz that can happen anything like that can happen overnight it has no it's no fault of your own and so it's being able to really stay on top of these sort of dynamic changes okay i know your time is very limited what final piece of advice would you give to someone trying to move their organization more toward data ops for their changing business needs so that you know i i think about this a lot and you know the the part that i want to say at the topmost level is we need to have a change in attitude towards data mm. infrastructure complexity and if i can summarize that change in attitude is to say let's stop trying to boil the ocean we let's admit that we live in a world that there is no central oversight of all the moving parts we may have a vague idea of how things are piecing together but there it's it's beyond our control is beyond human capacity to get to a point where everything can be mapped out and stay pristine you know for an extended period of time so that you can plan out your changes and the rollouts and such 
today's modern infrastructure in the enterprises has to work like an ant colony, which is completely distributed, independent units doing their thing, you know, changing the things as they need, when they need, without having a sort of a ripple effect that, you know, comes in really hard on the other sort of aspects of, you know, the applications and systems that are running the data infrastructure. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And I love the ant colony analogy. That's just such a great, uh, a great way to describe it. Thanks again to Arvind Prabhakar for talking to us about data ops for dynamic business needs. Thank you, Dr. Beverly. Thanks for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education. I'm Dr. Beverly Wright. Have a great data set.